Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we decided on the Colleen and Bradley show that it's high time that we put Bradley Trainers, Ancestry.com uh, prowess to good use right here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And the way that we've chosen to do that is with this very spectacular segment that we're bringing back to life. Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Who? 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 Who the hell are you? That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, on this episode of Who the Hell Are You, we're going to meet a lady who has a very important question. So this is how this works. Uh, listeners send us questions they have about their family history. I do some digging. We bring them back and see if we can answer their question. And today we welcome Heather on the phone. Hello, Heather. Huh? Hello. So now, Heather, you sent us um, an email with a really, really fascinating question. Can you tell us um, the thing that you're hoping to discover buried somewhere in your family history? Sure. Um, Well, my mother has told me that since I was little that her grandmother was supposed to come over on the Titanic, but they missed the ship. So luckily I was, yeah, right. No, right. It wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so I was always wondering, okay, was this a tale someone just told, you know, down the generations? Um, because, you know, how cool that, you know, it's interesting sounding or right. did it really happen? And I have no idea. <laughs> This is so fascinating. so fascinating. I kind of feel like, and Colleen, I don't know, tell me, but I feel like I bet a lot of families have heard or have some sort of story, not story necessarily just like this, but a story where they have maybe a a part of their family has connected or intersected with a very famous piece of history and that's maybe been passed down. Well, absolutely. And I mean, I think we've we've talked about this before when we talk about why people get enamored with their own family history. Oftentimes we want to be connected in some way to some sort of major historical event. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so oftentimes the lore that you hear through your family is not like you want to you you hear the lore that is connected to something that everybody would have a connection to and so sometimes you're not entirely sure if that lore is real or if it's a version of history that you've been told because everybody can connect to it yeah. so maybe they missed uh, they missed an opportunity to get on a ship to take them to, to you know, to America, but right. it yeah. might yeah. not have been the Titanic, but in the story, as it's been passed down, it becomes the Titanic. And 
Heather, let mm-hmm. me just ask you, how will you feel if um, the story is different or maybe not true? Um, well, I, I guess I didn't hold it too close to my heart, per se. And actually, I forgot all about it until I heard your guys' segment, you know, last week. And it just popped in my head maybe 10 minutes later. Oh, there is this story. And I remember as a kid, you know, in school learning about the Titanic, and it really kind of resonated with me. Oh, yeah, no, my family is supposed to. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. supposed to come over. I'm so cool because I can make that connection. But, you know, as an adult, I just kind of almost forgot about it. <laughs> so... I don't, it would be really interesting to find out and almost like make, probably me question like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. We can really think a little deeper about it, but the fact in general kind of just lost its way through life until, you know, I did some deep thinking when you brought your segment back. I'm like, hey, I actually do have this interesting tidbit mm-hmm. in my um family history supposedly yeah, so, yeah absolutely well i can tell you and i think like anybody who looks into their family history you start to think about your own life in ways and then you start to think about the fact that these are more than just names the people that um you know maybe we've researched or been told stories about they're more than just names or they're more than just dates and they're more than just you know characters in a story they're actually real people and they had thoughts and feelings and wishes and desires just like we do so it begins to make you feel more connected to that you know part of um your story and then you think about your own life i mean it's a wonderful journey to be on so heather here's what we're gonna do okay so you sent me some really good information about your family tree and Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get the answer to your question. I'm actually really excited to see what we can um, dig up regarding the Titanic and whether or not your ancestor was on. However, even if we can't find anything else out, um, you also gave us a little bit of a story, um, you know, kind of a twist in your own family history that we could probably find uh, some more information on, right? Yeah, and I had no idea. So... Ninja background, both of my mother's parents died before I was even born. So I never met them. I didn't even know their names. Mm, okay. <laughs> I had to call, you know, when kind of digging in. I, I had a conversation with my mom, like, okay, I need names. I need dates. Didn't even know their names. So in the process of me just kind of getting some information from my mom on what she remembered, um, I actually, she called me back and said, hey, here's something else that is interesting. My grandfather was not my mother's biological father. So, so in other words, know, this yeah. would be your great-grandfather, yeah. right? Yep, that so, would be on paper mine, I mm-hmm. guess. It's not biologically my great-grandfather. And what all we know is that it's the, same, it's the, the daughter of the same person that missed the Titanic ship, Became an adult, had a child, which would be my grandmother, with somebody. We don't know if she was married to this person, if he died, if he was in jail, if she just had a oops. But um, <laughs> Oops, so they like were that. married when she was a to- um, a toddler. So so she yeah, as a toddler, my grandmother's parents, my great grandparents got married when yeah if that makes sense yeah no it absolutely does so we're gonna yeah pictures help (laughs) and uh we we don't we won't need to draw like a flow chart for everybody but we'll (laughs) um we'll do some digging and uh i'll uh, we'll come back next week and i'll have some information for you and i'm really excited fingers crossed yes me too and then we'll we'll have you join us again next wednesday yes and wonderful 
So I guess we'll we'll um, just send you on your way yes. and we'll talk again next week. Yes, Heather, uh, we will talk to you again next week. And that is when we will find out who the hell are you. Who the hell are Woo-hoo! you? Thank you, Heather. We'll talk to you <laughs> next you. week. And anybody else, if the, if you've got questions, feel free to send us emails. I mean, I'm just going to keep a folder of them. So for yep. future uh, future segments. And we're just going to keep it rolling. So each week we will have... A new kind of a new person that will be will will find out who the hell Heather is. We'll introduce the next person, yep. and the following week we will have their information and 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 so on and so forth. So yep. this is going to be fun. We're going to continue with this, and when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, boy, you know I we've been talking about how we've been very heavy on these conspiracy theories, and I had a revelation this morning when I read a piece by Piers Morgan, and I thought, oh my goodness, we are turning into Piers Morgan. Oh, that's because delightful. He wrote an uh he wrote a piece for the Daily Mail. Okay. And I think he sounds a lot like we have lately. Oh, good. Okay. I will tell you a little that's bit awesome. about his Feel story. About yeah, well, keep up the good work. I'll tell you a little bit about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Okay, so I think we're starting to sound a lot like Piers Morgan, you guys, on the Colleen and Bradley show. Mm, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Okay, what have we mm, sort of speculated about Meghan Markle in the past? Well, I mean, based on crazydaysandnights.net publisher, Enti Lawyer, who does all of our fabulous Mm -hmm. blind items and tells, tells us all the true stories of Hollywood, she is just a publicity climbing minx. Well, that's basically what Piers Morgan is saying in his latest column for the Daily Mail. Piers Morgan, um, who uh, he hosts uh, Good Day. Is it Good Day Britain? Is that the name of the show that he does? Um, among other things, he penned this op-ed as Good morning, he does. Britain. Good morning, Britain, for uh, the Daily Mail. And it's all about, here's the headline. Meghan Markle is a ruthless social climbing actress who has landed the role of her life and is determined to milk it for all she can. And that's why the palace is beginning to turn on her. Okay, that's when I was like, click, I will be reading this. Because we've been sort of reading all these headlines coming out lately about kind of tension in the ranks with the pregnancy of Meghan Markle and perhaps that Meghan and uh, and the Duchess Kate have had some schisms in their relationship and that the, you know, Prince Harry and Prince William haven't maybe been getting along so well and that Meghan has sort of been a part of that. We know that one of um, Meghan's, um, they don't call them, do they call them assistants? Anyway, one of her royal assistants uh, quit like after six months on the job. Uh, and that was sort of something to be paying attention to. We didn't really know why. Um, so he's kind of putting all of this together and saying, here's why she's not who we think she is. Who does he, he think has, she is? He has a story to go along with okay, it. Okay, what's the story? Well, Piers Morgan says it all started basically when he followed her on Twitter because he uh, was enjoying the show Suits. So he followed her on Twitter and she then replied back to him and basically was like, thank you for the follow. Um, you know, and they kind of started talking back and forth. He, she said, I'm a big fan of yours. And he was like, oh, okay. And Ooh. so they kind of started Who says corresponding. they're a big fan of Piers Morgan? She said, to him, and he took a shot, a screenshot of it. Well, hello there. Thanks for the follow. Big fan of yours. He said, she said Gross. to him. Yeah. 
And uh, so then the two of them were, were replying or corresponding back and forth for the next few months. Then, um, then it turned out, oh, then she also then introduced him to a colleague of hers from the show Suits, her, um, her castmate Rick Hoffman, who played a role on the show Suits. And then he also became friends with uh, Piers Morgan over, you know, text and tweet and whatever. Then Meghan Markle came into town in February of eight of 2016. They came to London. They appeared on the show. Each of them did. Uh, and then the very next day, Meghan Markle went out on that very famous night where she ended up meeting Prince Harry. And do you know what happened to Piers Morgan and her friendship after that? No. Radio silence. Oh. And the same goes for his friendship with... Rick Hoffman. Rick Hoffman also so, totally ghosted him. So what Piers Morgan is doing is he's saying, look, she ain't what she says she is because, let me tell you a story, she wanted to be all up in my business until it was politically not expedient because presumably Piers Morgan and the royal family are not super tight. I don't know, but... Um, so he's alleging that, you know, she uh, sort of gave him the cold shoulder once she got a hotter meal ticket. Not that she was trying to get all up in his pants because he's got somebody in his pants already, but that, you know, uh, she was not interested in his celebrity connections at the point where she's she barking up a different bigger tree. Bigger celebrity yeah. connections. So that's what he's alleging. Basically, and then, uh, and, and a little bit more, and then he then he basically goes on to kind of say, listen, she's gotten the role of her life in the royal family, and if she thinks she can play with them, she's got another thing coming, because you cannot, out, you cannot outdo the royal family. Uh, he says, uh, she spent most of the past 20 years, this, these are Piers Morgan's words, she spent most of the past 20 years cozying up to people until they serve no more use to her, and then airbrushing them out of her life with not so much as a goodbye loser i know because i was one of them but now she's finding out the hard way that if you try to play the royals and the royal household like she played people like me you'll come up against a system that you can never beat and then he said for the first time in her life Meghan markle has discovered she can't always get what she wants yeah so i don't doubt that some of that is true but like all things where Piers morgan is concerned i would believe at the end of the day this all comes down to his own ego being aggrieved in some manner and clearly from the story that you have told his ego was aggrieved because she didn't give him the attention that he was expecting and ascribed it to the fact that she was getting more or different or a, a better attention that he is insecure about from perhaps the royal family in this case prince harry so that says to me a lot uh more about Piers morgan so i don't feel like you gotta feel bad or Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. 
Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Or think you're Piers Morgan and still believe that Meghan Markle is, you know, out for herself. I did think it was an interesting, though, telling of the story from a personal perspective from somebody who was involved in her life in one way or another when this all took place, like when she found her way into the royal family when she first met Harry mm-hmm. and how then also this colleague of hers also went radio silent well, and ima- with Piers Morgan. But what I'm saying is, ima- from I'm just saying from her perspective, imagine, you know, they were probably like, yeah, Piers Morgan is a hot mess. Because remember, who does he, Piers Morgan have on his show regularly or has had regularly on his show? Nothing is real and everyone smokes. That's not the answer. I know. I don't know who the, what TikTok, the answer TikTok. is. I don't know. Who is it? Who? Meghan Markle's. Oh, dad. And like her. Well, sister, not dad, because I don't think he's really done a lot. Uh, she has her, been her, her sister, her, her stepsister. stepsister. Yeah. Yes. Samantha Markle. Yes. So Samantha Markle has been like, you know, I, I, I'm just saying, I think like she knows enough to stay away from him. But it doesn't surprise me that she's being a social climbing, you know, oh, mace, yeah. because I think she's probably very much that. So. But there are a lot of those, and hey, I wish there's enough to go would have around. Been me when I was a 20 year old actress. We'll in talk about some of them after this because ago. we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags on my talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have a name for those celebrities, and that name is. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, I would like to make my D-Bag today one Tory Spelling. Mm-hmm. Oh, why? What did you do now? Tory Spelling's nanny was served at their L.A. mansion over Tory Spelling's unpaid debt. Oh, like knock, knock. And then the nanny answered the door the and they nanny were like, been served. Na- answered the door and unknowingly was served in the process. Mm. Rosanna. I bet she was fired. So um, this all goes back to apparently uh, some unpaid debt from a bank. Um, and it was a balance of like, I mean, ridiculously low amounts. $1,400 that she didn't pay. And has been uh, unawares uh, and unreachable. And so they decided to file, file suit. And uh, in doing so, slapped her uh, housekeeper with the summons. When I first read it, I was like, why would her housekeeper have to pay? Because the yeah. way they make it sound is that that you know that she was responsible. She's not responsible, mm-hmm. but she was there. She was the one who answered the door. Yeah. But then I'm reading about this thing, and I'm like, girl, $1,400. I mean... You probably have shoes that could pay that bill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Go on mm-hmm. Etsy. Go on, you know, do a dumb prop auction. Well, yeah. Go on Facebook Marketplace. Also, yeah, she, I mean, the thing that drives me nuts about Tori Spelling is, like, don't tell, don't act like you don't have resources, Tori Spelling. You know, like, I'm not, say, I'm not saying she doesn't have debt, right? I'm not saying that, because who knows? I mean, she has tons of debt, and I'm going to tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I know she's got debt. But again, to your point, a small thing like a $1,400 thing that she owes the bank, like, 
she hosted a dumb show about how crafty she is. Yeah. Well, she's so uh, crafty, she's getting served for not being crafty. Yeah, absolutely. She could have a garage sale or bake some cookies yeah. and pay that $1,400 off. Now, like, that sell your Tory Spelling cookies, uh, mark them up, you're good. D- let's not talk about Tory Spelling cookies, just, please. <laughs> I'm just saying your Tory Spelling. You want my cookies? You can maybe sell them a little bit um, for a higher price. Um, speaking of cookies, $1,400 is small potatoes compared to the whopping $338,000. <laughs> dollar tax lien that she was hit with last year by the franchise tax board. They sound fun uh, in 2018. So that's not all. But wait, there's more. There's more. She was also hit last year with failing to pay her. Ready for it? What? A bank loan of two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. For what? I don't I mean, know. Who knows? But wow. Presumably, she got a bank loan so that she could live her unrealistic lifestyle and continue not paying bills. So that's a lot of know, money. What I don't understand is literally people have gone to jail for years for far less. And yet, somehow, Tori Spelling is able to gallivant all over the world and be a hot mess. Um, and and not there have is to literally a half a million dollars of money that she owes people. If not more. Yeah, I don't. I I also don't understand how one goes on like just leaving that debt out there. How you can. I just don't understand how you even live day to day. Like, how do you how do you pay your mortgage? Like, well, you just don't. I mean, you you know, because again, like when it's a tax lien, it's not like they're just going to come to your door and take all your things and put you in jail. You know, they're going to let you sit out there and then it's got to go to this department and then it's got to go to another department. So they're meanwhile, just like, I mean, I guess I'm saying like morally, I just don't even understand like how you, I know, but okay. I know. Why do I got to be the voice of truth? I know. I when I say that I I I understand how dumb I sound. I'm not saying you sound dumb. I'm saying you have the math. <laughs> we talk about these stories I all know. the time. How many celebrities have we talked about who don't pay their bills on a regular I know, basis? It just drives me crazy. I don't understand. I'm like, do did you not learn common decency? I mean, you just no. I don't think she ever did because her. Didn't. I mean, granted, I mean, look where she came from and. Does she even know how to pay a bill? She grew like, up in a house with a wrapping paper room. I know. Yeah, like literally, where would she have ever learned how to pay a bill? Yeah, I, it's just, it's yeah. Pay your bills. Pay your bills, Tori Spelling. Yeah. Your telephone bills, your automobile, automobile bills. Bills, bills, bills. Mm-hmm. Listen to Destiny's Child. They know of what they speak. I have a D-bag for you. Her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I'm so glad. Have you been waiting all day for this of moment? Course. Oh gosh, you guys, I love this. So Gwyneth Paltrow in a uh, profile in the Wall Street Journal's magazine, uh, their December and January d- issue, she says the following quote, and this is what we are uh, naming her D-bag for, is this quote. Forgive me if this comes out wrong. Spoiler alert. It does. It does. But I went to do a yoga class in L.A. recently, and the 22-year-old girl behind the counter was like, have you ever done yoga before? And I literally turned to my friend, and I was like, you have this job because I've done yoga before. Excuse me? 
um, I think Gwyneth Paltrow basically just tried to tell us that she's the reason that there's yoga now. Um, yoga, to my knowledge, far predates Gwyneth Paltrow even. Like, no, she, but she believes that she brought it. That she's the reason that people are doing yoga. And I I think essentially what she's saying, that if it weren't for Goop and Goop's coverage of yoga, that people, the people of Earth might not uh, be commonly practicing yoga. Well, and she said, she went on to say, I remember when I started doing yoga and people were like, what's yoga? She's a witch. She's a freak. I mean, all those things may very well be true, but I don't think it was her that came up with, uh, you know, look, to her credit, she is one of the people that has maybe I don't even know about yoga. I don't know where yoga like sticks out to her in particular, but um, like of the things that she hath wrought upon this earth. Yoga is maybe not the first thing that I would go to. I mean, I think, you know, um, claims by products that go beyond the realm of science would be among the list of things I would put to her credit. But I'm not sure yoga is of the things that I think she's responsible for. For goodness sake, over really expensive, high end luxury items. Sure. She was responsible in part for making us all want things that we really don't need. If she were going to a Yoni steaming spa, then yes, she could probably say that. Yoni studio. But she didn't even bring Yoni studio. There have been Yoni studios way before. Can we just use a word? Yes. Privilege. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, this is privilege because this is the, the the mindset where you believe that because you are where you are in the world, that you are somehow special. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not to say that you're not special because you are. Everybody's special. Everybody's special, except Mr. There are Rogers a told me that. who are not special. Well, okay. Anyway, back to Gwyneth Paltrow. My point is. She just lives in a world where she, because think about everyone that's around her, think about her place in her Mm -hmm. position, in her career, Mm -hmm. she probably does think Mm -hmm. that she was in part responsible because I would venture to guess over the past few decades, couple, maybe 20 years, people have said things to her like, oh, Gwyneth, if it weren't for you, yoga would be nothing. You made me discover yoga. Oh, Gwyneth. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be sticking jade eggs up my hoodly doodle. Yes, my yoni would be unsteamed. Mm. You know, the real celebrity, one of them, hmm. who was a very much a fan of yoga back in the day, who? Gloria Swanson. Oh, Norma she was, Desmond it, herself. And not only that, but like uh, whole meal gr- or whole grains. She was a proponent of whole grains. Oh, I was going to say whole yeah. grains were fans yeah. of yoga. And she was anti-sugar. Yeah. yeah. And wrote no. a whole book about it. With a she guy. was the original hippie. I know. Yeah. It's so frustrating, though, because when I read these words come out of Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth, I what I wanted to say to her was, honey, that was an inside thought. And it seeped out. Yeah. Because but again, you, she has. Fine if you actually believe that about yourself. It's wrong. But that keep that inside because other people are going to hear that and they're going to think that you are crazy. 
Yeah, but again, it's that thing where um, she is given the permission to say those things. Like, we will poo-poo it, and then she will say, oh, look at all those people poo-pooing me. They're just coming after me from what I really was saying was blah, blah, blah. She doesn't... Like, the rest of us don't have that privilege. Like, I can't go... If I were to operate my life as she does, then people would look at me like I was an alien Mm -hmm. and would tell me about myself. If I purported to believe that because there is something that I really enjoy and I am very excited about and vocal about that, I somehow am responsible for it. People would be like, no, Mm -hmm. that's not actually the case. That was cute. Right. But But in her world, there are people like, "Mm." well, Yes, you are so right, girl. Oh, I'm going to write a book about it and we're going to go on tour. Especially because they're on the payroll. Yes, where they they want something from her. When we come back. Privilege. privilege. uh, We got to talk about burgers because something came out this morning. Uh, What? No, something (laughs) was shared on Twitter this morning. Is that better? Something was shared on Twitter this morning by um, people who know things about eating that changed my life forever. Wow, that's a bold statement. It turns out that the majority of the people eating burgers have been eating them incorrectly. Oh, no. We need to talk about this. I'm scared. After this on my Talk 107.1. A lot of people have been eating their burgers incorrectly. What? This is, yeah. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley I Trainer. Like if you're eating it, you're doing something right. Well, I happen to agree with you. Anyway, it gets in your mouth is probably hey. a good thing, mm-hmm. right? However, um, there is a, I don't know, have you ever heard of Food Insider? No. Okay, neither had I, but they were making uh, some headlines today because due to a tweet that they tweeted, Oh. With a uh, with a video, um, a one of their reporters learned that they were eating their burger incorrectly. Dun dun dun. Meaning that you are apparently supposed to eat your burger upside down. What? Now I have been doing this, or I did this for the majority of my childhood. Because my mom always did this. I'm so confused. There's so much going on here. Okay. First of all, what? So why are who says you're supposed to eat your burger upside down? Because by nature, if you're saying upside down, that means you're doing it upside down. Okay. Not right side up. Not that that's the right way to do it or the wrong way to do it. But if you do eat it upside down, here is why eating it upside down uh, could be argued to be more preferable. Okay, when you eat it upside down, the the bun, the bigger part of the bun, which is usually on the top, then on the bottom, it absorbs more of the juices of that usually will slip out of the bun. Do you see what I'm saying? So there's more stuff on the top. So there's so. So, yeah. So it doesn't like squeeze out. It doesn't seep through. It doesn't fall apart as easily. So your burger will stay together better. Um, So. Social media went a little bonkers because of this tweet. (laughs) I love this, actually, because... 
there's like the first person to respond to this tweet was delightful. They're like, when you exaggerate non-issues to make a point, and then they show something from an infomercial. You know how mm-hmm. on infomercials? Oh, yeah. Because this would be the part of the infomercial about the right way to eat a burger, where mm-hmm. somebody would be eating it right way up, and like their bun would go flying off in the other direction. And then like, everything oh, would sort of God! drop. And it was like, oh! their hands suddenly couldn't work anymore, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, well, okay, so it's funny, though, because I, my mom always did this. She always would... She would cut the burger in half and okay. then she would eat it upside down. Yeah. Always did. So when I was young, I always ate my burgers upside down. What and, changed? Well, I started to like people started to notice it and point it out to me and you, think it was you were weird. Insecure about your burger. I eating. was insecure about it. Oh and so God. I was like, oh, burger. look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Insecurity. I had burger insecurity, so I was like, burger "Oh, bullying? people mm. don't burger eat shame. their burgers like that." Kind of like so what's happening right now. When I'm trying to eating your burger the right way, I'm trying to tell you about a vulnerable time in my life, and you guys okay. are making fun of me. You are not being vulnerable. Yes, I am about your burger. So anyway, my point is, then I started to eat it right side up because that's what other people did. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to eat like a normal person. Yeah. Then last night, before this tweet, before I even saw this tweet, last yeah. night my husband and I were out mm-hmm. for dinner and we shared a burger and okay. it was a very messy burger. Oh, it was a delicious which, burger, by the way. Where was it from? I need to know The bison more. burger at Buster's oh, on 28th. I love Buster's. I'm not a fan of bison burgers, though, because sometimes they're dry. Yeah. See, a that's little bit. Thing. Usually they are. And they Did used get- to be at Buster's. I used to not love this one. I loved it last night. It was so good. But I don't you, know what changed. Have, do you, have you ever had the steak sandwich? No. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh my God! Stick a pin in that. We'll get to that. <laughs> but it was so very, it was moist and messy, and I had to eat it upside down. And I was like, why did I if stop somebody eating somebody tuned my bur- into this conversation <laughs> halfway, they're like, it was moist and messy, and I was eating it upside down. What is she talking about? My burger. So you're saying you ate it upside down. And last cause... night, I said, I, I literally said out loud, why did I ever stop eating my burgers mm. upside down? Well... And then I saw this tweet this morning and I thought, oh my gosh, it's you like the universe heard. They did. I'm telling you, but listen, if you've never tried it, give it a shot. No, I mean, I understand the the utilitarian nature of doing it. I just don't think I would even think about doing it unless there was some sort of, because I do hate when like the bottom of the bun, well, that just talks about, you know, you don't go to a place where there's a substandard bun. Well, right. right. You want like a good I hearty need a bun. solid hearty bun that can absorb all sorts of messy juices. I know you how much you love your nice solid things dirty in between buns. them and yeah. messy juices. Sometimes you gotta you gotta really you're just gonna load a lot of stuff. But <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that, 
It started strong, and uh, then it was well. It got a little scary. Kind of I just collapsed. didn't want. I was worried. It's yeah. only. It's not even two o'clock. So um, let's go back to the steak sandwich, though. Yeah. So you said you had a burger at Buster's, which is one of our favorite local establishments, mm-hmm. which we don't get to nearly enough anymore. And it's mostly because ever after they were on the that Food Network show, like you can't get. It's hard to get a room. I don't generally get a room. <laughs> the whole place is just one room. By the way, it's Buster's on 28th. It's yeah, in let's South Let's tell more people to go I'm to sorry. our neighborhood place so we can't get there. Anyway, they have the most. Look it up. Deal with it. They have the most amazing. Potato chips. They do. Okay, Potato chips. Okay. So thank you. Because if you've never had the steak sandwich, the thing you don't know is that it comes with those chips and they come. They're bedat, bechippled. All over the steak sandwich. Oh. And here is the thing about the steak sandwich at Buster's. It is not one because I hate who doesn't hate this. Can I get an amen? Probably. <laughs> when I'm going to reserve it. When until you, you tell get me. a steak sandwich and it's a big hunk of steak, you're like, no, because then you take one bite and it's like the <laughs> whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing comes out. But these are like nice pieces of juicy steak with, oh, the most amazing uh, f- uh, fried potato chips. Well, yeah. What chips. You, what they're, sort of well, they're home hand fried? Cut, they're hand cut. Hand cut, yeah. And home. They're like and homemade French potato onion chips. onion dip oh, that they make? Even. Oh. And then they even. Have the wings? Yes. And the wings with the French onion dip are, it's the, the like balsamic wings? Mm-hmm. Oh! Don't, Don't go, go there. there. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We're just kidding. Go there if you want no, to. No, you should just go there, but just, don't go there when we're trying to go yeah, there. We'll give you a heads up when not to go, so that we can get a, a room. Wow, it's been hard to get a room there, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's Buster's on Twenty Eighth that we don't want you to go to, um, <laughs> and it's the Bison Stop Burger it. that I really liked. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Kylie Jenner has a gold tree. People are not into that. I am. What's your over-the-top Christmas decoration? What's your weird Christmas decoration that people aren't into? 651-64. At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day, in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply.